Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Jamie Hubinoff, founder at the Leadership Agency and a speaker at the upcoming Disrupt HR Toronto event. Jamie, welcome to the show. Wonderful to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Firstly, tell us a bit about your career up to uh, founding the Leadership Agency. Sure. So prior to the Leadership Agency, I was a recruitment coordinator and manager with 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And this is prior to them being a $100 million company. And I got to work directly alongside Brian Scudamore. And I hired um, over 100 salespeople for the organization. And I got to see that company um, develop brands and become a global worldwide organization, which was really fun and exciting. And then after that, I moved to Toronto and I worked for another recruitment agency and I was the first vice president and the first partner. And I helped grow that company from five recruiters uh, to 52 recruiters across the country and helped with the expansion into uh, the U.S. From five to 52 recruiters. That's, that's amazing. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay. Now let's, uh, let's move forward in time. And uh, talk a bit about the leadership agency itself. Give us an overview of the leadership agency and how it helps HR pros and leaders. I founded the leadership agency really with one purpose, and that's to help our clients lead. Um, you know, over the past seven years, have you know, being in recruitment on the agency side, being specifically focused in sales recruitment prior, I would get contacted often about you know other lines of business like. IT, uh, marketing, finance, you name it. And I always had a partner to refer them to, whether it was Veritech or Creative Niche or another agency that was specific in, in their line of business. But I was never able to identify a partner in the market that focused um, you know, on leadership recruitment. There are many executive recruitment agencies out there. Um, but if you Google you know, executive recruitment Toronto or Canada, it doesn't matter, um, the first page or first two pages of companies you know, sound like law firms and accounting firms. And, you know, with today's growing, um, you know, tech sector and, you know, the the typical CEO of a company is now 37 and a half years old and we're moving at light speed growth. And Canada is on the, the peak of a movement when it comes to our tech community. And I think there need to be partners out there that help these companies lead and help them identify top leadership talent in the market um, 80% of business-to-business brands have never even been heard of. And so if you're a company that's, you know, say, for example, in your A round of financing, and you're a pure business-to-business brand and no one has heard of you, um, and you need a VP of sales, and Google needs a VP of sales, and you both post a job ad um, or both use a recruitment agency, there's a good chance that Google will win. And so, you know, 75% of who we work with is in the tech community, anything from a seed round to, to, I guess, essentially pre-IPO. And we're really in the business of helping our clients lead and helping them identify top leadership talent in the market. And we define that by market share um, and, and growth and revenue in, in the business. And so we're really here to, to work directly with our clients and identifying top talent. Here's a bit of a funny question for you. What does an average work week look like for you, if there is such a thing? Yeah. So for me personally, um, uh, it's a lot of training. You know, right now we we went from opening our doors in April to having a team of six, and we have a proprietary way of 
of our recruitment process that everyone needs to be trained and certified on before they can work with candidates and with clients. And it's a three-month process, and it's really intense. So the majority of my role is actually training um, and business development. But a day in the life of the leadership agency is a lot of talking. <laughs> um, our, we have a candidate experience team that is focused exclusively on interviewing 15 to 20 candidates in the marketplace every single week, um, and then providing an amazing candidate experience um, you know, to anyone that, that wants to, to connect with us. So they're really engaged in the talent marketplace. So they're interviewing, they're profiling, they're analyzing all day, every day. And then we have a team of client specialists, you know, the account managers, who are focused on providing the client experience. So a lot of what they're doing day in day is working really in tandem with the, the candidate experience team, but more importantly, being really involved and interactive with the client side of the business. Um, and then we have the business development team. Um, their role is to connect with companies that are looking to grow. And so we all have very specialized um, roles of the business, but really it, it, we couldn't be the leadership agency if we weren't a team. So we, you know, it really does cross over and change from day to day. In, in your opinion, what are some of the qualities of, of the best leaders? We've actually defined it down to four points of analysis. So I personally have interviewed over 10,000 leaders in the North American marketplace. And so from that, you know, we've extracted the four points of um, leadership qualities that we look for and that we create, um, you know, uniquely with every single one of our clients. And I'll go through that with you. It's really simple. It's called the core profile and methodology. It's completely agnostic, but it's something that we've created based on our experience. So the first thing we look for is someone's character. Um, and that really translates to their cultural contribution and where they've been successful, um, you know, and who they are. Like, that's their DNA. That's their talent. You know, we're really looking for, for, for proof of who someone is, not just what they say they are or what they believe in. We're really looking for, you know, you watch what someone does and not what they say, right? So we're looking for proof of someone's character. Um, the second point is how outstanding someone has been. You know, we're looking for proof that someone's been outstanding in something, and it doesn't have to be traditional. It can be measured all the way back to, um, you know, their athleticism, their academic, their, it doesn't matter. Someone who's been outstanding. We need top performers um, in the leadership space right now, and they have to be proven to be outstanding. The third point is their relevancy, like how relevant is their actual experience? So if you're looking for a sales leader, we need to know what that sales landscape is, what they were selling, who they were selling to, what the average deal size was, how big that team was, are they disruptive, are they displacing, what's the revenue model? Everything about you know, their, their sales leadership when it comes to quantifying that experience. And then the fourth point is what their expectations are, um, you know, what their long-term and their short-term goals are, because that's really what's going to determine um, a long-term, you know, ROI on a, on a leadership hire. We need to make sure that their expectations and the company's expectations are aligned. Now, on the beautiful leadership agency website, you boldly state that you believe that leaders and are born and not made does this mean <laughs> it's a big statement does this mean that uh that one cannot teach someone to become a, a truly effective leader because real leadership is is perhaps based on soft skills it's a really good question and it's, it's controversial because the, you know i ask pretty much anyone who who will answer me <laughs> you know that question and and it i'd say it's really 50 50 50 percent of the people we talk to about that statement or about that question um thinks that leaders are made um 
and 50% think that leaders are born. Um, I really think personally from what I've seen, you know, when we've, in, like how we've interviewed over 10,000 people, um, leaders in the marketplace, we always look for commonalities, right? And so one thing that we've identified is that a leader doesn't have to be a traditional like VP or a director, someone with leadership qualities, um, you know, and they could even be, go on to not becoming people leaders or business leaders. But that leadership DNA, I believe you're born with, and that's just who you are. Um, what you do with it professionally really is, is up to you or up to your opportunities in life. But really that, that leadership intrinsic um, quality really comes down to to genetics to some degree i'm going to remain agnostic on that one uh, okay <laughs> now now part of the focus of this particular show it's a bit of a special show is uh, on your session which is as we record this coming up in, a, in about a week or so uh, at the disrupt hr toronto event and your session is called recruiting crisis at the top how to avoid the dreaded mishire why does this topic matter to hr and leaders and what are some of the hoped for learning outcomes where most organizations, and it doesn't matter, like, you know, who you are, you could be a big name brand, um, like I mentioned Google before, you know, or Pepsi or FedEx, or, it, you know, it doesn't matter. You could have a really large, you know, recognized consumer brand and still make a mishire. Or you can be a startup who is only recognized within their line of business or within their ecosystem um, and still make a mishire. The number one thing that I think is really important to all companies um, when, when going out to, to look for talent um, at a leadership level is that if you put 50 people in a room, and it doesn't matter if they're new grads or VPs, and you ask them if, what, what are the top 10 companies they want to work for, the answer is the same. And it doesn't matter their career level or their skill set. Um, you say, okay, what are the top 10 companies you want to work for? And they'll say, ah, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Amazon. And, it's, and it becomes a question. And they say, like, is that a good answer? And, it, and the reality is, is, I don't know if it's a good answer. Like, that, that's your career search. And so people don't know what they don't know. And so companies need to remember that the millennials and the, the growing age of, you know, transparency, people want to know what to believe in. So really identifying what the CEO or the leader's vision or the, the product or the company's roadmap is or the growth plans or the strategy, people want something to believe in. So companies have to tell their story um, and realize that it's really competitive and people don't really read job descriptions job descriptions anymore and that there's a really unique way to read people you just have to know what they want to hear um, and what people don't understand is that a mishire isn't just a matter of the money you've paid someone um, to join the organization it's all the hours and all the resources that you add up like some mishires can cost companies an opportunity cost over two hundred thousand dollars so it's really important to 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 really cast your net really wide and know how to tell your story to get the best choice um, in the talent market. Now, let, let's move into the future as we've done the past, the present. Uh, we're now moving into the future. What, what are your plans for the next 12 months or so? Are you involved in any other events as an organizer, speaker or attendee? Any, any new programs or initiatives in the works too? Um, so the leadership agency... As an organization, we're, we're trying really hard to be involved in anything that will 
um, give us greater access to, to candidates, whether it's networking events or um, just, you know, overall the, the, the tech community. But, you know, my, personally myself, so I've been accepted and invited to join uh, The Big Push, which is a, a women-based, um, you know, incubator that helps female-founded um, startups that's run by Sharon Zohar, um, the Disrupt HR. I'm also the president of the um, the American Association of Inside Sales, which will be relaunching the Toronto chapter in January of 2018. Um, and, you know, the goal is just to always stay top of mind and to really integrate into the community. But those are the, the main points or the main events that we're involved in. Just finally for today, how, how can our listeners learn more about you and how can they connect and learn more about the leadership agency? Two of our core values, um, two of the four core values um, is urgency and transparency. So if anyone ever wants to, to connect with us, um, you know, feel free, like reach out to us directly. Um, we will get back to you within 24 business hours. It's a non-negotiable. It's something that um, you know, we commit to, to getting back to everyone, regardless of why they want to connect with us. We're always happy to, or we're always happy to, to connect. Um, you know, one of the other things that that we think is really important is that, um, you know, if you ever want to connect, just either go to our website, you know, read each other's bios, determine who you want to connect with, or reach out to us on LinkedIn. Um, it, it's completely as you wish, and we will get back to you. So that just leaves me then uh, to say, Jamie, thank you very much for being a guest on the HR Chat Show today. Thank you very much for having me. It was my pleasure. And listeners, until next time, as always, happy working. Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you.